Do you feel overwhelmed by all the things you have to do? Well, this week's podcast is just for you. Hello and welcome to episode 286 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. The number one reason someone comes to me for help is because they feel stressed out and overwhelmed by everything they have to do. There are thousands of emails sitting in their inbox, hundreds of Slack or team messages, asking for things and a long list of to-dos that never seems to shrink. It's enough to make anyone scream out of sheer desperation. The good news is, it's not impossible to regain some control. The bad news is you'll need to stop and step back a little and often it's that stopping and stepping back that people find most difficult. When you face an impossible situation, the temptation is to keep digging. The problem is what, you, what got you into the situation you're trying to dig your way out of is precisely what you're continuing to do, digging. You need to stop digging so you can look up and see what you are trying to accomplish and restart with a clearer direction. And this week, I'm going to give you a roadmap you can follow to get yourself out of this hole so you are working towards a less overwhelming and moving towards a clearer and karma place. And that means it's time for me now to hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Anrik. Anrik asks, Hi Carl, I really need your help. I feel so overwhelmed and stressed because my list of tasks keep getting longer and longer. And I never seem to be making it smaller. It feels for every five tasks I do, 15 new ones get added. My boss is always sending me messages and asking for updates, so I never have time to do any focused work. How can I stop all this from happening? Hi, Enrique. Thank you for your question. Firstly, Fear not, there is a solution to this for you, but you will need to do something a little uncomfortable. I need you to stop for a day or two. When anyone gets into a situation where far more is coming in than going out, continuing to do what you are currently doing is not going to solve the problem. The only way you will solve a problem like this is to stop and draw a line under it all, while you fix the underlying problem. If you don't stop, you have no chance to break the vicious circle that has grown. You have to break the circle, and to do that, you need to press pause. 
Now, once you've stopped, you need to first look at the foundations of your system. Tasks and emails are different things. So let's look at your task first. How are you collecting, organizing, and doing your work? The principles of COD. Collecting everything is important, but it does not necessarily mean everything you collect needs to be done immediately or even at all. A lot of what you collect can be done later. Quite a few of the tasks you collect may even be deleted because on reflection, you realize you either do not have the time or resources to complete them or they do not need doing at all. Do not be afraid to delete these. If they are important, they will come back. The delete key is your best friend here. Organizing is how you organize all the things you have decided do need to be done. There are only two questions here. What exactly needs to be done and when are you going to do it all? When you do it will depend on a on two factors, deadlines and available time. Now here you will come up against the time versus activity conundrum where the time side of the equation is fixed and there is nothing you can do to change that. That's the natural laws of time and physics. But you do have complete control over the activity side. The activities you do in the time you have available. Now, as an aside here, how long does it how long does a task take? For quite a few tasks, it'll likely be that you will know before you begin the task, and therein lies the answer, before you begin the task. Let's say your boss asks you to prepare a report on a recent sales campaign you delivered. If you write in your task manager, write report on recent sales campaign, it will stress you out. Unless you regularly write sales campaign reports, you won't know how long it will take you and your brain will tell you it's going to take a long time. Now, that means every time you see that task in your task list, you will convince yourself you have no time to write it today. So it gets rescheduled for tomorrow. You will not know how long this task will take until you actually start it. So rather than writing the task as write sales campaign report, you can add an extra word. Start writing sales campaign report. What you've now done is taken the emphasis away from completing the task to just starting the task. How long does it take to start a task like this? A few minutes at most. You may only set up a Word document, give it a title and write the introduction. But it's a start. Now, when you have finished, all you need to do is change the task from Start Writing Sales Campaign Report to Continue Writing Sales Campaign Report and schedule it for another day. The benefit of writing tasks like this is as you start and continue to write the report, you will quickly be able to anticipate how long the whole task will take and that will take a lot of the pressure off. If you were to spend 30 minutes each day for five days on the task, you will have spent two and a half hours on it. 
That's a lot better than doing nothing because you kept rescheduling it. Now, let's get back to the principles of COD. The doing part is where your calendar comes into play. Based on what you have decided needs to be done today, where do you have the time to do it? It's no good starting the day with 30 tasks you have convinced yourself needs to be done today, yet have six hours of meetings. Your day is destroyed before it starts. You need to be more strategic than that. In this situation, you have two choices, and only two choices. Either you cancel some of those meetings, or you reschedule some of those tasks. I suppose you could do both as a third choice. This is where things can become uncomfortable because sometimes we have to let people down and that's hard to do. However, people are a lot more accommodating than we imagine. If we have promised someone to get a piece of work to them by the end of the week, yet by Wednesday we know that's not going to happen, it's far better to reach out and renegotiate the deadline. In 90%, 95% of cases, people are perfectly happy with the renegotiated deadlines. In fact, you actually start to help them. What's the worst that can happen if you, if you do reach out? They could say, no, I must have the work by Friday. Okay, now you have a hard deadline and you can renegotiate some of your other work instead. You may have to work an extra few hours that week to meet the deadline. Now, as long as you're not working extra hours every day, that should never be a big issue. Now, that brings me on to your email and messages. How much time do you need each day to stay on top of your email? When I ask people this question, they reply, the reply is usually, it depends. Yet, if you were to analyse it, you would find an average. For me, I need around 45 minutes a day to respond to my actionable email. Some days, I only need 25 minutes. Others, I need an hour. With that information, I can now block that time out on my calendar. I have one hour each day set aside for communications. I rarely need the full hour, but it's there if I do need it. Now, with email, there's a process for this. This process has worked for hundreds of years because it was devised when we received a lot of regular mail and it's only two steps. The first is to process what you received. This is, in effect, filtering out the actionable from the non-actionable. You can do this by asking yourself two questions. What is it? Is it actionable? If it's actionable, i.e. you need to do something with it, it goes to Action This Day folder. If it's not actionable, you only have two choices, delete or archive it. And that will depend whether you may want to reference it later or not. Now, with your actionable email, you reverse the way the folder shows you the mail. You want it to show the oldest email at the top. This means when you sit down to deal with your email, you begin at the top. It's the oldest in there, Therefore, in theory, it is the most urgent. And just work your way down the list. Because they are ordered oldest to newest, if you're unable to get to the bottom of your list for the day, it won't be a problem because the ones you did not get to will be at the top of your list tomorrow. When you become consistent with this, 
you will find email is no longer a problem. In your case, Enrique, one of the things you must do is to clear your inbox and that may take a morning or an afternoon to do. It may even take you a whole day, but the only way you will ever get on top of it is to stop and clear that inbox. This may, this may involve declaring email bankruptcy. With that, you have a choice. You can choose to do a hard bankruptcy. That involves deleting all mail older than 10 days. Or the other choice, which is to do a soft email bankruptcy, which involves taking all the mail older than 10 days and moving them into a folder called Old Inbox. You can then process that over time. Although, I find most people end up deleting that folder after a few months. If you want to learn more about managing email, you can join my email mastery course. I'll put a link to that in the show notes for you. Now, there are other things you can do, Enrique. You do need to you do need to know what your core work and areas of focus are so you can ensure you're working on these. But if you want to get back in control of everything, the place to start is to stop. Step back and put in place COD and some better email management practices. It will take time, but developing the processes and habits will soon have you in control and no longer feeling overwhelmed with everything you have to do. I hope that's helped and thank you for sending in your question. And thank you to you also for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs>